0: Took me back, my man. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, we got oh, the oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. 11, 11. There, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, <coughs> I took too big of a hit. I was just thinking about yeah, how that Ooh. kind of uh, marked the days where um, Limp Biscuit stopped trying and they were just making over the top music videos. I feel, <laughs> which was almost immediately. Wasn't that their whole uh, shtick? Yeah, that was
1: pretty much their whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're rolling, Frank. Let him keep on rolling. <laughs> oh, man. Who was he fucking?
0: I don't know. Uh, I have no idea who he was. Probably He was sleeping
2: been... with, like, one of those uh, chick singers.
0: Well, I know there's the Eminem song and music video where he makes fun of sitting between Carson Daly and Fred Durst to yeah. hear them argue who Christina Aguilera gave head to first. If I uh, don't remember. Yes.
2: I think that's where I was getting that information
0: from. (laughs) And and when they're arguing over her in the music video, she is uh, played by um, a blow-up doll, sex doll. So it's a very, you know, memorable music uh, video.
2: To be fair, it did look just like her.
0: Yeah, well, it took me years to realize there was a doll instead of her
2: there. I, I, when yeah, I was a young. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 still remember the day I, re- I realized.
0: Oh, man. Chicks like her right. uh, always end up just doing stuff in Vegas now, which works out, I think. Uh, I know Adele is uh, doing a Vegas run. Mike, I know you're an Adele man. Oh, yeah. Like naked? No, no. They're, they- they're like stripping? No, unfortunately not. Uh, maybe Britney's, I'm sure Britney Spears Vegas uh, thing, probably close to stripping, could only imagine. There's
1: probably a nip slip. A few nip slips. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I w-
0: always enjoy a good nip slip. We, I think the Academy Awards, if I'm not mistaken, had a bit of a nip slip, and Emma and I were losing our minds over it. And really enjoying it or like an oh. almost nip slip like the nip was like really wanting to just you know take a peek <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> nothing better than a nip slip dude the the accidental titty it's the best titty
0: it's the best one um but you're not supposed to see but you get to see you know i also like the planned nip slip like the uh famous one from the Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake and uh what's her name? Jackson. Why can't I think of that chick's name? Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Man. I'm always thinking about Michael. Idaho. <laughs> well, she should have learned how to moonwalk, you know.
2: Maybe
1: That's we don't right. Remember That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, so how are things in Chi-Town, my man? <clears throat> oh, man, I'm
2: glad you asked. Oh, I gotta Chicago check is, in. Uh, Chicago's not doing too too hot here.
0: What happened? I thought Lori's on her way out. You got the new uh, fella coming in? The elect- elections are coming
2: up, but uh, <laughs> you know we're still dealing with the consequences of Lori.
0: Yeah, that's
2: right. <clears throat> One thing about the criminals in Chicago is they have evolved over these past couple of years.
0: We're talking Gotham City here, folks. I'm telling you, Mike, you need a Batman. I keep (laughs) saying it every show. Get yourself a Batman.
2: And uh, the criminals have found
1: new targets. And for reasons I would have never thought of. Are you ready for this one, Frank? I'm very excited, actually.
3: Here we go. Another postal worker is robbed on the job. Nate Uh, Rogers uh, is uh, live uh. in
0: the Auburn Gresham neighborhood with details, Nate.
3: Yeah, that's right. I'm Natalie and Anthony. These brazen thieves are actually after the postal carrier's master keys. That way, they're able to access nearby apartment units or nearby apartment buildings as well as mailboxes. Now, Father Michael Flager telling us if the situation is not addressed aggressively, it'll only get worse. Residents saying their mail service is stalled as a, as a result. At least right now, some five postal workers robbed at gunpoint last week alone. The victim's ages range from 33 to 51 years old Chicago police say They're looking into incidents Which occurred at 79th and Troop 84th and Sangamon 92nd and Troop 79th and LaSalle Also on the city's north side The 6400 block of North Point Sounds like case, the whole fucking tell city us The perpetrators Approach the mail carriers With a gun Demanding postal property Including packages And those master keys Then they escape Into a vehicle Waiting nearby Oh of The incidents happened Not too far from St. Sabana Church here in Auburn Gresham, Father Michael Flager recalling two situations brought to his attention.
0: And then I imagine uh, when they find the mailman in his empty mail sack, there's a uh, Joker card in the bottom, right? <laughs> yeah, I should know. Joker oh, playing dude, card. Dude, they're
2: literally, they're literally selling us movies now. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> We're living in a Hollywood story.
0: We found this. It's one of his calling cards. Uh... <laughs>
2: Dude, I would have never thought about that. They're they're robbing the the postman for
1: their master keys. What do those master keys have access to? The apartment buildings.
0: And then what can you know, these what can these thugs do when they enter the apartment buildings?
2: Well, all they got to do is go pick an apartment, and then you could break into the. I mean, you don't have the key to the, the apartment doors, right. But you have a key to get into the building. And then you can wreak havoc. Did you? I mean, I feel like you walk to enough doors, you'll find one that's unlocked. Maybe I don't know. Or how hard is it to break into a door?
0: Probably not very hard, at all. And it, I, yeah, you're right. They're probably walking in with a with a crowbar. Then when they have the key, and then they can just bash open doors and take what they want.
2: Well, I also have to ref- <clears throat> refresh your memory.
1: We talked about a news clip that I sent you not too long ago. Amazon stopped delivering in these neighborhoods. That's right.
2: So the U.S. The U.S. Post U.S. Post Office has been delivered. They're carrying the Amazon packages. So wow. that's why these guys are robbing them. Oh, so now yeah. they're just robbing them for the Amazon packages.
0: Wow, man!
2: And Whoa. the master keys. <laughs>
0: The master keys killing me. That one's crazy. Plus, also with the you master,
1: that? hand, that's... <laughs> you're right. They're learning this fucking crazy shit. It's scary. And there's been five
2: last week.
0: Uh, it's clearly coordinated. I mean, there's there is some like kingpin behind it, you know. <laughs> and
2: he's, uh, I think it's just young dudes.
0: Yeah, young fellas doing it for kicks.
2: This is what young men. this is what happens when young men are allowed to just run amok in a city.
1: You
0: know? <clears throat> yeah, man. <clears throat> I guess so. Uh this is just another level of criminality. It's and yeah, running amok, absolutely. There's not enough <laughs> cops to uh stop this from happening. It's just funny to me that, you know they're finding multiple ways of thievery and robbery to get past the other security elements, right? Like, uh, oh, I'll get the mailman's master key. Now I can <laughs> break into this apartment building, steal all your packages, and then nice. break into your house, steal all your shit. Uh, it's a two for what? See, now we get the Amazon packages
2: as we break into your home.
0: Yes, also, too, we killed the Amazon driver. We stole his van. We're going to load all your shit back into his van to be perfect.
2: But everybody can sleep good at night. The Amazon van we stole is
1: electric. So we <laughs> will not be polluting. <laughs> we will not be polluting. <laughs> you can sleep? Yeah. Sleep comfortable. Sleep good.
0: Oh, man. Chicago. Lock your doors, wow. but it doesn't
1: matter. We got the key. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And here's the thing, like how many? <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is if, if you see
2: these keys, it's like a, it's not one key. It's like a, I think it's, I don't know if it is one key or a keychain. Because I've seen some of these mailmen, they got these keychains with like a million fucking keys on. Right. Them. So, dude, you steal that, you have the, you have like the whole block, this whole like. <laughs> That's right. Area. <laughs>
0: now you, you know? are uh, jacking my memory here, but I do recall us discussing people following the Amazon guys and then just like snagging shit off the porches right after they deliver them. So that evolved to no more Amazon guy. no, Then they
2: just started robbing the trucks.
0: They started robbing the trucks, right? They got more violent with it, so Amazon just pulled out. Then the mail guy started delivering Amazon packages, so now they rob the mail guy and then take his keys so they can go to the, the homes and rob and steal more shit. Right. Wow. I mean no
2: matter what way you look at it, this is really good for the criminals. They are just winning on every (laughs) front here. I
0: know. And there's (laughs) no cops to stop you. And if you do get arrested, I'm pretty sure it's a revolving door there in Chicago currently. Like you you walk in and Oh, you're out in hours.
2: (laughs) And did you say no you say no cops? Well, yeah, we're arresting the cops (laughs) for
1: doing their job.
0: Yeah, that's right. Congratulations. Good job, Lori. You ruined the greatest city in the world. <laughs> one, of the th-
2: one of the things they did talk about, I guess there's like a thousand cops that are being paid to do nothing. They like, they're like they being protected by somebody high up so they won't be put on the street.
0: Wow, to avoid being shot at or you know having to deal with any violence or anything like that?
2: Oh, no, no, no. They just get paid. They don't really do a job.
0: Oh, so you're talking about like They're pretty prob- much everyone at Google and Yahoo and uh, <laughs> Facebook and yeah, good call. Twitter. Yeah, good call. It's a good, good call. Good collar guys deserve it. People everywhere collecting checks, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's the American way, mm. and maybe even the American dream. I can hope. That's uh, literally hope to the, say.
2: It's how the union works. <laughs> that's
0: right. Never worked less in my life. The idea is you want to work. Not at all, but collect the checks. That's the Work dream. As little as possible. Little as possible. Maybe you make a phone to the call. Check. Send out a few emails <laughs> in the morning, and then uh, go to the golf course. Right? <clears throat> That's what I imagine. Dude,
2: I go to these schools, and like some of these security guards, they get so mad that they have to open the door for me. Oh, dude! Because I, I got to go back and forth to my truck like a hundred <laughs> times sometimes. You know? Yes. They get so mad. And I'll be like, you know, I can just prop the door open. They're like, no, you can't. That is a security risk. Like, all right, all right man. But then don't take 20 minutes to get up and off your fucking stool and come up the goddamn door. You see me coming through the fucking window. <laughs>
0: Dude, you know, what's funny is your plight is no different than what a guy currying weed into a dispensary goes through. It's literally the same thing. You've got the armed guard just has to he his job is to get off the stool for 5 seconds and open the door and because you have to bring in extra packages, oh, you ruined his whole day. Maybe his whole week actually. He's going to talk about it at dinner for 3 nights.
2: Listen, I barely had control over my career path. I don't know how I landed on plumber. There's no way I had any control over yours. (laughs) You chose to be the guy who sits on the stool and opens the fucking door.
0: (laughs) Just because you have a badge and a gun doesn't mean you're not a doorman. You're a fucking doorman, man. Open the
2: door, dude. (laughs) Open the fucking door.
0: I get it. You got a gun. Very cool. I'm
1: not
2: asking you to smile, but open the fucking door. (laughs) Lose the fucking attitude. Lose the goddamn fucking attitude. Yeah, you know, the best part is, is half the time, I'm coming here for the staff toilet that's clogged, and I'm looking around. You're the only one here over 400 pounds. <laughs> I'm start- starting to think you're the one that's clogging this toilet that I'm plunging.
0: <laughs> it's always a dude who looks like that Farva guy from S- a Super Troopers. You know, the fat uh, dude, and but the, yeah. it's just every single guy looks like that. Every security guard. <laughs> it's fantastic. that no, not where I work. Well oh yeah, you're sorry, yeah. You're in a different region of the country, my man.
2: Where I work, it kills me because like I'm f 5'7", seven, two hundred pounds. Alright, man. These guys are these guys are literally huge. You know, because they're getting big security guards. Oh,
1: Some yeah. of these
2: guys will be like, you know, like six five, three fifty, you know. <laughs> yeah, this They'll makes it like, even funnier. Be like, yeah. Absolutely. Hey man, <laughs> hey man, can you lift that up? And they act like they can't lift it. Dude, that weighs as much as one of your arms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No no, I, I enjoy the idea of your job is to, you know, open the door for security purposes, but you seem pretty peeved every time you gotta open the door. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, <here? laughs>
2: you, you chose this career. <laughs> so they, for a guy who hate for a guy who hates opening doors, you chose a really bad career. <laughs>
0: Or it just furthers the idea of most security guards are cops who uh, were too aggressive on the job and they got demoted for a little while. All right, all right, Bob, you got to go do security work over at the elementary school there for uh,
1: a year.
2: (laughs) Or they were trying to swat off a fly from
1: a black uh, perp. (laughs) (laughs) They got filmed, got framed. Now, he and that perp are security guards.
2: <laughs> Did I just watch that the other day with Martin Lawrence? What? Dude, he he used to come up with great movies, like, every couple of years. It was just, not great, but it was just, like, entertaining, you know? <laughs> you re- you don't remember that movie? Was it National Security?
0: Yeah, I remember uh, a lot of the Martin Lawrence from, from back in the day. He kind of disappeared, and it's funny you brought him up. I saw he was being interviewed on one of the morning talk shows on, like, CBS, uh, and I felt like I hadn't seen the guy in a long time. Like, he just dropped off the map, I'm going to guess conservative, <laughs> and he just had to disappear. <laughs> uh, maybe. It's kind of weird. He did just stop making stuff. You know, maybe he decided to become a family man. A lot of people do that, but... Uh. Oftentimes, these uh, famous comedians and actors, when they, you know, drop off the map, it's because they're, uh, you know, not down with the left cause and the woke era. I feel as if has silenced so many people, and there we've lost a lot of creative minds in the entertainment industry. Because of it,
2: <clears throat> I don't. I don't think it's just the entertainment. I think, uh, I think, I think it's every industry around the globe. I think you saw a lot of people stay
1: home during the pandemic, and they just—if you had the—if you had the means to not go back, why would you go back?
0: Go back to socializing and doing stuff and to, living your to, life
2: to work. Oh, to work. <laughs> yeah. You know. Think about a guy like uh like Martin Lawrence was probably like, you know, making movies, doing this, doing that. Probably finally got some time to just sit at home with the family.
0: Yeah, good call. He's got the money to do it. Absolutely.
2: Why go back? You know? You got you probably get just off of bad boys, you're gonna make more money than you'll ever need.
0: (laughs) The Bad Boys franchise. I don't know how good the third one did and considering his co star in that uh they may not be due for a fourth anytime soon.
2: Oh, he should do one with Chris Rock. They should just oh. pretend like Will S- just pretend like
0: Will Smith was never even in it, you
2: know, like same character, but it's Chris Rock. Oh, Mike Larry, but it's Chris
1: Hey, I'm Mike Larry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see it, I like the idea I, I i you know, I like mingling any kind of real world slap action into any movie going forward with will Smith
2: <laughs> like I ma- like the idea of just replacing him with Chris Rock and everything
0: that's excellent as well, yeah, like, like you make men him in play black seriously men in black uh, you know a new a redo. And uh, a reboot. Independence Day 2? 3. They made a second one, remember? <laughs> and Will Smith no. Will Smith refused to be in it. Probably
2: I, the best decision of his career.
0: Probably. I think he was filming something else. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to roll with he didn't want to be in it. I can only guess the script was it Was awful. Jeff Goldblum? He was. Jeff Goldblum was in it.
2: Oh, he'll be in anything.
0: Yeah, he'll do anything for a buck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not totally 100%, but I think Jeff Goldblum has a jazz album. I got to hear it. I'm pretty sure he does. Or he's he's really into jazz. Oh yeah, he yeah, he has a jazz. Yeah, okay, it's Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. And uh <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe uh yeah, all right. Oh yeah, man. It's a little Jeff Jeff Goldblum coming at you. Wow. Is he gonna? Is he gonna sing something? I don't know if he sings. Is he a singer? I think he plays. Uh... I feel like he. I think he maybe plays the piano. He's sitting by a piano. Make oh. Someone happy. I don't think that's Make him.
1: Just that can't be him.
0: I'm gonna. Happy. I'm gonna throw it out there. This guy sounds a little. Make
1: <laughs> <A little> black. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it says it's it also s- Sounds a little tanner than Jeff Goldblum <laughs> So uh, the, I think this fellow's name is Gregory Porter And the, the album cover is fantastic, man It's got uh, Jeff Goldblum playing a, a giant uh, piano White piano on a floating device on a pool uh, with the mountains mm. in the background and the palm trees, Jeff Goldblum must live a fantastic life. He uh, I can't imagine does all these movies and then he puts out a little jazz album there. <laughs> how, Think about yeah. how much
2: money they pay him per movie? Whether you know,
0: and then he's like, "Hold on, guys, I gotta take a break and go do a jazz album. I'll be right back." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that was a great song. <laughs> sounded good. Yeah, I had a great voice.
0: Quite lovely. Uh, we will not give credit uh for the voice to Jeff Goldblum. We'll give it to the Gregory Porter guy. I have I have <laughs> yeah. a I have a feeling. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, that was beautiful stuff. So uh either way, um another feeling that I have lately, Mike, is that uh there is uh a lot of uh there's a big spotlight being shined right shined Shined. onto uh (coughs) the vaccine issues shown onto the vaccine issues right now and uh uh, i know uh i was searching for the thing here i got caught up with my uh (laughs) with my jeff goldblum search there fumbled on the thumbs
2: (laughs) and then on the tongue frank as uh, he will tell you, that is chaos. <laughs> That's
0: right. Well, life does find a way, Mike. As we've talked about before, uh, I know that you're a huge tennis fan, so uh, I didn't, you know, think I needed to bring it up. But uh, oh,
2: I'm just in love with one man. One man.
0: One man. One man only on that tennis court. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Novak Djokovic? Uh, scenario unfolding currently?
2: Dude, uh, this guy just keeps popping up where it's like every three months they won't let him into a country.
0: And then this time around, it's America, man!
2: (laughs) uh, But then the entire time, it's like the second place guy who was then winning all the championships because the first place guy
1: wasn't allowed in the country. That guy then had a heart attack. That's right. Oh, yeah. Is he still playing that guy? Uh I don't know
0: if he had a heart attack. You're talking about Nadal, the dude who had Nadal, he had yeah. like uh, chest cramps, as they were calling it. Like
2: Yeah, <laughs> come on, that guy had a heart attack.
0: This guy Djokovic got destroyed in the media, just like everybody got destroyed on a personal level by people who uh knew that they decided they would maybe wait a little bit, see how the science played out, right? On the uh COVID nineteen vaccines. Uh, I can't believe this is happening right now. That here we what are. Year, what year are we in? What fucking
1: yeah. year is it? <laughs>
0: yeah. It's 2023, and this guy can't play, he can't compete in a tournament because he's not vaccinated? <clears throat> is this reality? I don't think so. In America? By the way, I feel as if this should be done with at, like at the latest. Uh, March 11th, or May 11th, right? Isn't that when they officially end the emergency here in uh, the uh, United States? I think they ended the
2: testing for vaccine and COVID when one million migrants illegally crossed the border. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bust them around the country.
0: Dude, somebody out there, make a mini documentary and just film Djokovic coming through the southern border to play the tennis match. Oh, please,
2: please, 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 please.
0: Like how that beautiful. Would be so funny. Yes, you could easily do that. Cause they
2: don't check for their vax.
0: Great call, dude. And you can make a huge yeah. political point out of it. Come on, Novax Djokovic. Do it, man.
2: And by right, th- if you time it right, you'll get a chance to rape AOC. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> Jan sixth. Just around the corner. Uh, so... <laughs> no, she'll be down there in a white suit. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about the story with uh, this Djokovic fella is his name, Novak Djokovic, I believe. Perfect for Novak's Djokovic. He should do some sort yeah. of uh, advertisement campaign on this. Good call. I don't know. But I don't think he speaks <clears throat> English, right? Better than most uh people here in America, I would say uh I got a nice little wow. clip here of him on c n n discussing whether or not and this is beautiful. They ask him uh whether or not he has any regrets, Mike about uh you know, deciding to not take that experimental gene therapy they were forcing on people, remember <laughs> <Tears>. <laughs> One of the
4: biggest tournaments in the U.S. tennis calendar, the Miami Open is in progress, but without one very famous player. Novak Djokovic, unable to compete because he is unvaccinated against COVID-19, meaning he cannot enter the United States without a waiver. It's not the first tournament that he has missed out on for that reason. But the 22-time Grand Slam champion says he has no regrets. Speaking to me exclusively in Dubai, Djokovic told us that uh, he will stick to his guns but is hopeful of playing in the
0: US Open
4: later this year. No, I have no regrets. Um, I've learned through life that um, regrets only hold you back and uh, basically make you live in the past and I just, I don't want to do that. I also don't want to live too much in the future. I want to be as much as in the present moment but of course think about future, create a better future. So, um, I congratulate Alcaraz, uh, he absolutely deserved to come back to number one. Uh, it's a pity that I wasn't able to play in Indian Wells Miami, I love those tournaments, I had plenty of success there. Uh, but at the same time, it is, it is the conscious decision I made and I, I knew that it, there is always a possibility that I won't go. And uh, it is the current state or current situation that I hope will change uh, for later this year for the US Open, that is the most important tournament for me. Uh, on the american soil and the organizers have said that they hope that you will be able to play do you share their confidence <laughs> more of a hope than a confidence i'd say it's not really in my well it's not really in my hands that's it's uh, debatable because there's always something that i can do but i you know choose not to and and, and of course uh, now whether i'm going to be allowed to play or not it's dependent on obviously uh, on the highest government decision so i'm just going to wait and see
1: <clears throat>
0: pretty cool stuff i like how elegantly he approaches it how well yes it you know i could change this outcome but it's my choice and you know it, it's very interesting where we're at with this bizarre you know scenario the vaccine man Clearly has a lot of negative impacts, and it's causing a lot of health issues to people across the world. Yet we're still saying, "Well, you <coughs> you got to take it." And this is a reporter essentially kind of asking, you know, why don't you just take it or at least fake the card, right? You could you could lie, you know. Who's gonna test you for having it?
1: Yeah, but you shouldn't have to.
0: Well, he's obviously standing up for his principles. Uh, just like it. just like Kyrie Irving did, no yeah, different than Aaron Rodgers.
2: yeah, all these guys—they sound so logical
0: and like thoughtful
2: yes. in their answers.
0: Thank you. That's why I wanted to listen. To, I wanted to hear him out there because, yeah. you hear an honesty in their voice. There's yeah, they're not some
2: crazy conspiracy like oh, I listen to Alex Jones. yes, thank you. <laughs> you know
0: there's a genuine look, I did my own research and I looked into my own heart, and I decided, and my heart told me we didn't want myocarditis, and so we decided to uh go forward uh without taking this vaccine,
1: and yeah. it. it I think these are the few athletes, it seems like there's like one or two
0: in each sport that decided to be the one guy who publicly said, no, I'm not, I'm not taking it and I'm not faking it. And I'm going to say, I'm making a decision for my own health. And maybe these are the people who, you know, Djokovic is 35, uh, I'd, I don't know how many years do you have in your tennis career where you're dominating the game.
2: Yeah, it's not. A, I mean, yeah, I think that's what it is. It was like, Aaron Rodgers, was all guys. Who,
0: yeah, near retirements, 40 years old. <clears throat> so I feel like a lot of the dudes who said something. It was Cole Beasley, also in the NFL, is one of the few NFL players who s- stood up. Guys who had essentially nothing more to lose in their career. Right. That's kind of frightening. That should scare the shit out of everybody. That there isn't like any young guns really out there, young people standing up against the machine.
1: It's kind of scary.
0: What it must mean is that the machine is so powerful that these older guys said, you guys stay quiet, we'll take the fall. And that's harsh. I mean, look, Kyrie, he's out of Brooklyn. Aaron Rodgers, they're shipping off to the New York Jets.
2: (laughs) Oh, how ironic. He's going to New York? (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Where you're not allowed to wear a mask anymore. How funny is that, huh?
2: I won't be able to play half the
0: games. (laughs) Yeah, well, that was the problem with a lot of people two years ago. Whether or not they could play in certain places because you had
1: to be vaccinated in order to step into the building. Yeah. We are so... That's why I don't Uh... ever want to go back to the United Center. Fuck the United Center, man.
0: What's getting me about the vaccine shit and this Djokovic guy still being banned is... Nobody's got a fucking problem with it. And you know what? Two... Two years ago, I had a real fucking problem with the way they were treating those that chose not to get vaccinated. We were second class citizens. We were rats. I heard there were people that referred to the unvaccinated as plague rats. Oh, we gotta forget about yeah. it now, man. We're all friends, right?
1: Ha <laughs> ha, that was crazy. Crazy times,
0: bro.
2: We were wrong. <laughs> this, this old, this old, that's old, old news. That's old news, man. You don't want don't to live in the past. <laughs> that's right. Dude. That's in the past with Hunter Biden's laptop, Frank. <laughs> that's that's old news.
0: God,
2: can we just move
0: on? You're right. Can't we just all move forward and talk about Trump paying $150,000 10 years ago to the porn star? <laughs>
2: Oh my God! Are you still complaining about having to watch your grandma die from behind a piece of glass? <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: These
0: people never stop. What? Well, yeah? We crushed your family business of a hundred years. <sighs> Come on,
1: look. We forward. had to save grandma. <laughs> look. So forward. you could watch her die from behind a piece of glass. <laughs> Six months later. <laughs> it's so incredible When you really think about what
0: happened I can't stop Lately it's, I'm feeling this weird pull This like sensation Where I can It's becoming more obvious That the, those who were so Fucking invested In the pandemic The new normal They want to forget What happened so bad They are rushing to the future To forget it And I believe we need to slow these people down. We need to slow everybody down. And we need to remember, we need to never forget what happened over those two years.
1: (laughs) No joke, if you were not vaccinated, I could walk into
2: the establishment and get my food to go. Yes. I had to wear a mask. I had to wear a mask the whole time.
0: What? We would. (laughs) There was a bar down bar down the street. You had to wear your mask to walk in, and then you sit down at the bar stools at the tables, which are standing height, right? So then you could take off the mask, right? So you're sitting at your bar stool, standing height, with people walking past you with the mask on. (laughs) We're all the same, same level, breathing the same air. No mask. Uh, Mask. It's science. Come on. Science. I do you think maybe the people who were totally bought in and there was a lot of them out there that they feel a little bit stupid now for believing in a lot of the hokey oh. pokey magical bullshit yeah.
1: that's why they
2: don't want to talk about it that's why they want to forget about it
1: feel a little bit silly right I
2: feel really stu- really really stupid for st- you know wiping down groceries come on what Remember early in the pandemic, that <laughs> video that went viral of the mom, of the dad that was, like, spraying his kid down when he got home from school? <laughs> no. Oh, God. It was... It's like, I want to go back and then just find these people and interview
0: them now. <laughs> and, uh... Actually, you're right. Those will be some excellent documentaries to watch on Netflix here in the next five years. Uh, a look back at the madness that... Took people over during the pandemic, man.
2: Which is why five years. Have <laughs> you seen how bad they've taken It'll be one in three weeks.
0: They're de- they're desperate. They they uh already signed on the that Tiger King guy for the sequel. It's incredible. And <laughs> Will Smith. They love failing actors.
2: He's gonna do the narrating.
0: I like a shows with a uh, Tiger King, and then Will Smith trains the tigers by slapping them, right? Like uh, that's how he <laughs> tames them, and <clears throat> gets them to follow the rules. <laughs> he doesn't even need the whip. <laughs> oh
1: man! <clears throat> yeah, well, never
0: forget uh, what they did to us, uh, and we—how could we? Because still. Still, we are telling someone who is unvaccinated they are not welcomed. So I that's think terrible. that's
2: I, I can't think, believe that's a thing. I can't believe we're still talking about it. Yeah, we. It, like, aren't you the like? We just talked about how you you guys want to let it go, let it go. <laughs> you know, let's. Um,
0: I saw some stuff uh, in the conspira- conspiracy spheres out there where. Um, a lot of theories that they're gearing up for another run at some sort of pandemic-like situation, 2024, maybe again a little bit after that. I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe you were right uh, when you said that, that they're going to have to wait another like probably 10 years.
2: Oh, yeah. You got to let this chill out. Yeah. Dude, you just played a clip about fungus and we laughed. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, you can't. Well, Come on. too no, close. But Nobody believes the CDC anymore. That's it's right. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly. The CDC is literally a joke. It's owned by Pfizer.
0: A complete joke, and uh, so are we on the world stage at this point, Mike. Uh, we breezed a little bit on our friend Putin over there in Russia. Uh, we got to do it, right? It's our title card for the day. Uh G and Putin time. Are you ready, sir? Oh, uh, this is crazy. This is actually pretty frightening stuff. So <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> you were right. Dude, you called it. Uh, uh, we're entering. She's uh, yeah, I think he's he's coming at it. Uh, there's a good. There's like a, an alliance happening here. There's no doubt about it. I, I'm. You were right, Mike. This is pretty yeah. crazy stuff.
4: Tonight, the images President Putin has been waiting for. Just days after the International Criminal Court accused the Russian president of war crimes, a major show of support from the leader of the world's second largest superpower, Uh, President Xi, calling Putin his dear friend, praising his firm leadership, predicting he'll win election next year. Putin promising to discuss a Chinese peace plan. The U.S. and Ukraine on the sidelines, watching and warning the world that China may still send lethal weapons to Russia and not to be fooled by proposals for a ceasefire.
3: Calling for a ceasefire that does not include the removal of Russian forces from Ukrainian territory would effectively be supporting the ratification of Russian
4: conquest. What
0: do you mean?
2: Oh, uh, before we were trying to hide the fact that we were the ones prolonging the war. But now we're not even hiding it. You just said there. You just said there that Putin and Xi offered peace, but we're not accepting peace unless they withdraw Russian troops from all ground.
1: Good
0: call, my man. Good catch. Yeah. Uh,
2: you guys are now admitting it, man. Yeah, we're the ones that don't want the peace. This is crazy.
0: We're stoking you the know flames what just, of you know, World You know what I thought
1: about? Oh, dude, you know what the worst part is? What's that? <laughs> president
2: Xi went there, he puts his arm around Putin and says, this is my dear friend, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is Joe Biden now going to go over there, and put his arm around Putin, and be like, no, nah, no, nah, man, I'm your friend too. Putin's going to look at him and be like, uh, well, you guys impeached the last president because you thought he was my friend.
0: ha. <laughs> I thought the Bidens were um, in the pocket of the Chinese, man. I thought Xi and Biden were buddies.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't. I guess not, man. It's starting to look like these two sides have aligned. I think he played them. Who Xi played
0: Biden and yeah. Hunter? <laughs> I mean, Hunter was involved yeah. in a lot of shady you know, stuff with, uh, the Chinese and the Ukrainians, and Russia was involved with all of that, I'm sure, as well. I mean, this is, uh, we've got a compromised president here, uh, completely neutered, cannot do anything on the world scale, except keep sending bags of cash over to Zelensky in Ukraine, who's, uh, bombing their own people, and at the same time, we're bombing pipelines, and, uh, Trying to coordinate <laughs> efforts to uh, get World War Three
1: rolling, man. And how, I mean, Ukraine is now going to take on China and Russia.
2: And, all, and we're, we're going to send them the, uh, enough arms to do that. No, nah, dude, the, Pol,
0: uh, uh, the Polish and who else sent uh, a bunch of planes over there the other day? I, I read. We're sending Polish people.
1: Okay. It doesn't (laughs) add up. It doesn't add up, right?
0: No, are we already rocking out on some World War III? That's my whole question here. Like, it's happening, right? This is it, man. Yeah, it's got. I mean, this is. It doesn't add up. North Korea's got the eight hundred thousand troops. Uh, so that's the foot soldiers for the Chinese, right there. Um, think we're ready to roll. And then look at our country. Look at our army. We're so soft and sensitive. I'm like, we're fragile, man. We're so yeah, fragile. diverse. We're looking out for foot fungus over here, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> we got... Th- <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, how easy... Yeah, but we are the...
2: Dude, we're also the gayest country.
1: Yes. The- it has got to count for something. And uh, just... Are
0: we at that point? Did we hit that moment in time where... Is America the most invadable now than it ever has been? Uh, Well,
2: I think Putin and Xi were sitting there like 20 years ago and they're like, I think we could wait them out. We'll know when the right time is to invade. And then 20 years later, 2023, Biden announces he has the gayest administration. (laughs) (laughs) And they looked at each other and they're like, that's the sign.
0: Now that, I brought this up a while ago, and it was kind of poo-pooed on a small level, but I, I'm i going to reiterate it here. Uh, we vaccinated our army, man.
2: Yeah, that's the worst thing we could have done. Mm. And
0: got rid of everybody who
2: didn't want it.
0: And so maybe just, maybe that was a part of the plan here of the invasion, right? So the the army is sickened and weakened, and they're all uh b l t sandwich community people, and you know soft and sensitive and fragile and getting sick all the time from these gene therapies and look at the American <laughs> public. the American public is essentially wally at this point i mean we this is invadable well i bet you I bet you Putin and G together could combine forces and take over oregon and uh Washington state. <laughs> <laughs> And half of Canada. Uh, I'd give them, I'd give them <laughs> Oregon and Washington State. I'm, I'm willing to bet they could come over and take that, that part of the country. Maybe a good, okay, but there's, a good well, chunk but of California, one, dude. <laughs> there'd be one
2: stipulation to that. You got to take Chaz.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> part of the deal. Remember Chaz Chop? Oh, I'll never forget Chaz, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, with it. Chaz Chop. Here's... Here's the best part about the uh, woke movement is they couldn't even pick a fucking name for their woke city. Ugh. The woke capital of America, Chaz Chapp. They never settle it. build on your a own race.
2: city in less than three weeks, change his name four
0: times. More women got raped than any, <laughs> anywhere else in America. Yeah, but we couldn't file a police report because nobody could define a woman. It was horrifying. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it does sound like utopia. <laughs> Yeah, Terrible. man. I, do you think they could uh, come over and take anything? Probably not, right? We would unleash the full force of America of something. I don't know if we have anything. I think we're in trouble if the technology fails. That's the problem. That's a big one. Sure. What you know, They could drop an EMP, take out all our tech, and then bring in their big stuff.
2: No, not, yeah, not even that, but yeah. That, that no,
0: not even that? Okay, well, we're, where were you angling? Because I always go big, Uh, you know, I like to think Hollywood movie style.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Part of the problem when you have, like, such a sophisticated, like, like, the more technology that's involved and the more sophisticated you get as a military. It's one of the reasons we have to keep growing exponentially is because, like, The more complicated this missile launcher is, I need more guys to operate it, more guys to fix it. I need more specialized guys. That's right. You know, And the problem with that, especially on a battlefield, is you lose guys, and you don't know who you're going to lose. And when you lose the special guys, you know?
0: Absolutely, and you've kind of piqued my uh, interest here in the sense that we were just covering 20th anniversary of Iraq, uh, they are or did vote in Congress to officially, I think, end the the situation there. It, it didn't really mean much, but you know, I, they seem to be fading out of that area in some sense. Um, oh, I think we're getting kicked out. I, you know, I've always kind of hearkened uh, back to the idea: whoever controls space is the one who controls what's happening uh, down below. So. As long as we're the ones kind of in command of the orbit, right? Then so
1: Elon
2: Musk owns the world? So I
0: think well, Elon Musk, who works for and with the Department of Defense, uh and owns Twitter, uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're pretty much in control up there, uh, for better or for worse. So that kind of always signaled to me that we would never really get that kind of red dawn type of attack uh because ultimately we're controlling the big lasers up in space
1: hmm. right maybe i don't know or we're... it's hard <laughs> i
2: think it's hard to attack but there's always somebody willing to take that chance
0: yeah absolutely uh. possibly And maybe, again, we miscalculated with the weakness of Putin and, you know, escalating the uh, Ukrainian conflict. Uh, Maybe there's a calculation and or miscalculation going on on the other side here. Think seeing some weakness with Biden and the administration. But in reality, behind the scenes, the real players, because we're, you know, there's a difference between the puppets and the puppeteers, right? So, I mean, you know, mm. maybe there's there a reality behind the scenes that we're not, uh, you know, savvy to. So, oh, I'm sure. And that's oh, why yeah. that's why the big guns don't come out. And again, like I was trying to say, we've left Iraq 20 years. So we're out of Afghanistan. We need a new playing field to test some of the new cool toys. You know, we got the tic-tac uh, floating around out there. And, uh, you know, we got laser beams in space. I don't know. Ukraine seems like a nice place. <laughs> maybe they, maybe uh, the Chinese just want peace. Is it possible? It is possible, because they are a culture that has been around for, I think, thousands of years. I could be mistaken.
2: Maybe they think they can take over with peace. Imagine you could take over the world without firing a shot.
0: Well, they have many times, and then, uh, you know, the planet goes through cycles. We've covered this a long time ago. I'm thinking a little bit more the Chinese played the long game and they just weighed out the crazies.
2: Yeah, good call.
0: And they almost never get involved in the major conflicts or extend their reach. They kind of take bit by bit.
1: Yeah, because they don't really have to. If you just maintain, stay the course, don't pick a
0: side, but be a powerhouse in your own right. People will leave you you know, leave you alone. But you can also uh, influence the way of the world, right? You can have a major influence, and maybe got a in billion a people.
1: Way.
0: Billion people, they produce a lot of shit. Uh, I don't know, man. You do you think? Yeah. Do you think that Xi is genuinely trying to broker some some peace? Yes, I
2: think he thinks he can make money off of it.
0: Make money, absolutely. And war engages and gets, you know, bigger in Ukraine. That has a chance to creep over into his side. He probably doesn't want to have to deal with it.
2: Well, at war, there's always a chance you lose. <laughs>
1: That's right. Dude. But if you just, you know, if you just go around brokering peace deals, there's no chance you're going to lose. That's
0: kind good, of a good strategy. I, I again, yeah, I'm under what you're saying. I'm starting to kind of uh, dig on this G dude for a moment and what he's trying to do, right? Because hey, look, I'm it was, it was, I'm on team no World War 3. <laughs> yeah, I'm on team peace. <laughs> so if you want to do peace, I'm down to do peace. I think we should be talking peace. It is oh, kind right, of let's, silly. Let's
2: no, no, let's rephrase. I'm going to rephrase. That. I'm I'm down with the peace that doesn't Call for three more years of gunfire and billions of dollars from American taxpayers. <laughs> well, yeah. You
0: know what's crazy is... That's,
2: that's the Linsky piece.
0: <laughs> I was checking out Democracy Now! for some action on uh, the war in Iraq, because that's kind of when I got turned on to it, actually. Uh, I was really yeah. bothered by kind of the war-beating, the drumming, you know, by all the major mainstream... Uh, legacy media sources, and so it was nice to find other places online that were kind of reporting on you know what was going on and how it was kind of illegal and bullshit and you know we are being lied to and uh <clears throat> she did some stuff she definitely covered the anniversary of it, and there was some you know it was more of a humanitarian angle I noticed and it wasn't as much of a anti war kind of spin as it was originally when I remember following their coverage of this situation 20 years ago uh democracy now and people on the left can no longer be the anti-war party they are so pro-war in ukraine and so it's so weird following their coverage of the 20th anniversary of iraq because that was the rallying call for the left it was anti-war hawks on the right, man. But then all of a sudden, something has changed now, and man, you know, you need to support this war going on.
2: Oh, how do you not? How are they not able to see that uh, we were the Putin in that situation,
1: <laughs>
0: according to them? Yes. Right. No, you're totally right. We were the aggressors. We were the ones invading a foreign territory and killing innocent people. Based off of bullshit news.
2: Based off of lies. They're literally like, like, somebody told Putin there's Nazis because there's a regime of Nazis. Can you believe that idiot fell for that lie and invaded this country? (laughs) Somebody told you there was cake in this country and we fucking invaded
0: it. Yellow cake uranium, man. And we invaded it and we were... People on the left were furious, people on the right were supporting the war because we had to, you know, we had to answer for, you know, what took place on 9-11, and once again, what a brainwashing event 9-11 was.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The government was able to take that moment and slap us with so many restrictions on our freedoms. Patriot Act. uh, You psycho man. Exactly what I was thinking, dude. The fucking Patriot Uh, Act. Never
2: trust anything that's called Freedom Act, Patriot Act, (laughs) anti inflation bill. Okay. Guessing that's going to increase inflation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just really crazy to me that. Again, I'm checking out Democracy Now. Give me a juicy clip on the anniversary. You were the source for this stuff, and uh, nope, you know we're going to talk about how much better it is now and how things have changed. And uh, you know, yes, there well, were atrocities. <laughs> that
2: was their spin. That was their spin on. It. Well, they did talk about the deaths, which I got to say, a hundred thousand terrorists. We lost forty five hundred servicemen and women. That's 25 to 1, baby.
0: That's a victory? No doubt about it. All right? You don't mess with
2: <laughs> But they also think we killed a million
0: civilians. Yeah. That's terrible. And <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Not good at all, but, man, shock and awe. That's what you're going to get, dude. Do you oh, remember? They were shocked, and they were left yeah. at all. Oh, my God. Do you remember watching that unfold? I mean, just, it, it, you know, they, <laughs> ju- we looked like just we were unleashing just pure terror on civilians, essentially. There's no, no way they knew where these terrorists were, these terrorists. Like, it, it was just bombs away, man.
2: Could you imagine you're sitting there with your, like, four terrorist buddies, like, playing cards in a basement? You look, you hear the fucking, the ground is shaking. You hear everything rolling in. You see the U.S. military rolling through the desert, and you're just like, oh, what are they going to do? Level the whole town? <laughs> and then they just fucking level the entire town.
1: Yeah. That's... Just to get to you, they killed everybody in your town. Yeah, that's scary stuff. Absolutely. You think about 25
2: to 1 soldiers to terrorists, and then 10 to 1. Uh, Fucking civilians to terrorists.
0: Yeah, again, I just, the whole thing taking over Iraq still doesn't make sense to me. The whole, you know, you had to take out Saddam, I guess, right? Because we needed the strategic base in Iraq. 20 years later, they're forever mm. correct, because the base is the size of Houston, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, well, they got a lot of space out there. <laughs>
2: Well they they leveled
0: they leveled a lot of space and so they, were able, <laughs> they opened up room they were able to rebuild a lot of buildings. One thing about Saddam is good at making room. <laughs> Saddam is oh man, that guy is crazy. I, I still believe we took out his uh body double and he's somewhere in Thailand living it up with Michael Jackson.
2: With Uday? Hey there.
0: oh yeah with Uday. Remember Uday? <laughs> God. Man, those guys, uh, all those dudes out in the Middle East, man, they, they live it up. I gotta say, they live the high life, man. They party. It's really, yeah. it's a really wild lifestyle. I, uh, I can only imagine. Um, and here's what gets me about those dudes out there the Arab fellas, uh, like the Emirates and all those guys. Um, you know, they wear those white kind of sheets like uh the sheet like clothing you know yeah uh no mustard stains ever you never see any kind of like little (laughs) you know they eat a lot don't they eat a lot of curry out there no like orange little drip (laughs) you never catch like a little drip of anything man how do they keep that shit so clean dude frank
2: that's because you only see you only see like royalty and shit on tv so you're used to seeing guys who put on new ones every day.
1: <laughs> you gotta
2: see the guys walking around. The oh poor
1: yeah. Guys. Oh, oh, they look like Pepino. They're with the, the, they're red the shirt. fucking Muslim yeah. Pepinos,
2: dude. <laughs> what the fuck? They got plaster, buster.
0: <laughs> that's what I am saying. We're like yeah. nobody accidentally like bent over and like uh, cut the edge of the sink You got a little toothpaste stain there. But you know, oh right for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that's
2: all over. That's all over. You're just not seeing those guys on TV, you know,
0: dude. You go on TV, you're gonna wear your best shirt, you know. Yeah, but those sheaths, man, they're so swaying and like, there's just so much potential to, you know, catch something. Always pristine, yeah. So have you? You're gonna try one on? Have you? I was about to ask. Have you
2: worn one? Oh, dude, drops the temperature like five degrees. Really? Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, because it keeps the sun off your skin, but the wind goes right through it.
0: Oh, yeah, and I imagine you don't wear underwear, correct? You have to wear
2: underwear because uh, they're, they're like the light catches it right. You're see through. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, you gotta,
2: do, you gotta wear like at least a wife beater, or people will see your your nipples will show. <laughs>
0: it's a nip show. <laughs> so yeah, you, it's you show nips. it's a full time nip slip. That's
1: fantastic. Uh, there's no slip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so you gotta wear the underwear. That's too bad. I always dreamed that. You wear the flowing sheets, you get the nice stiff breeze coming through, and, you know, you just get to feel the whole action. Oh, th- they got these, like,
2: shirts and underwear out there that's, like, white, and it's just, it's like paper. What are they, they making it, this
0: it, shit it, out of? Is it silk? Like, what's going on here? Uh, Korean foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> Hey-o! <laughs> I knew it! Man, I gotta get hip to the foreskin scene, dude. Especially from these Koreans. They're using it for everything. Wow.